0: Let's say you were granted a week's vacation, and you could take any in RV to go away for the week, which one would you take, now and that, why?
1: Now that's a tougher question. <laughs> I guess that's gonna depend on what I wanna do that week, but probably my favorite, what we have camped in and just really enjoyed as a family is that. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie.
0: And I'm Jeremy.
1: And we are the authors of Where Should We Camp Next?
0: And Where Should We Camp Next? National Parks.
1: This season, we are back with a brand new RV and brand new adventures.
0: Join us now as we cover the best campgrounds, the best rigs, the best food, and the best gear to bring with you when you go.
1: So pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire.
0: This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. Today's episode has sort of been percolating for me for about five years. And this actually happens a lot where, you know, I meet somebody or I see a product somewhere in my journey as as an RV content creator. And I'm like, oh, at some point, I got to do a podcast about this. And it was really about five years ago that I first kind of learned about in-tech RV and in-tech travel trailers. Uh, Stephanie and I and the boys were out in Elkhart, Indiana, and we were testing RVs for Trailer Life magazine. Uh, And we would actually move into these RVs for four nights or so. And then we would use everything inside the RVs. And then we would write our reviews of them for, for Trailer Life magazine. And a bunch of those ended up as cover stories for Trailer Life. While we were there, There were also other writers that were there and also were moving into RVs. It was like a little RV village. It was a very cool uh, job to have for a couple of summers before trailer life ceased to exist. Uh, And oftentimes what we would all talk about at night around the campfire, obviously, was the experience we were having in those RVs that we had moved into and, and were testing. And of course, all of the RV owners, the topic, you know, often, if not always, turns to quality. And I'll never forget asking some of the other testers, the other writers for Trailer Life Magazine. uh, I I remember asking them, uh, who do you think makes the best quality RV? And these are people like, some of them are in the RV Hall of Fame, okay? These are major players in the space who, who know the industry really well. And a couple of them told me that they thought Intech made the single best quality RV in the industry. Now, I, I don't know who makes the best quality RV in the industry, but I do know that that meant a lot to me hearing that from these heavyweights in the industry that they thought Intech was so, so good. Uh, and, you know, I've been interested in following the company ever since as they've been growing. These are beautiful travel trailers. Uh, they're made of aluminum. They have uh, their chassis is built in-house at Intec's facilities. They have striking interior and exterior design. And over the five years since then, I've met Intech owners who also really say these are really, really good quality. So I've wanted to do a podcast about Intech for a while. And finally, um, as someone who I've worked with in the past ended up working at Intech and I got in touch and I said, I've got to have somebody from Intech on the show. And I just want to give our listeners an intro to Intech's product lineup. They're an independent company. They fly under the radar a bit um and i wanted all of our listeners to just know what they offer and get a taste for what the company does uh, so today we're going to talk about uh, the intech flyers we're going to talk about the intech luna the intech soul the intech terra the intech ovr those of you listening that are like rv geeks and are really really into rvs you you probably know intech you've probably seen these before you've probably looked at them at rv shows um they catch your interest visually, okay? Uh, so today we're going to have on Keith Fishburne from Intac, and he's going to walk us through their entire product lineup, give us an overview of what they offer. And the product lineup's like really pretty varied. There's no gigantic RVs in their lineup, um, but they have a lot of RVs from, you know I don't know, 12 feet to 30 feet. A lot of different offerings for different types of uh, consumers at different stages in their RV journey. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure talking to Keith. So without further ado, let's kind of dive in and give you an, uh, an introduction to in-tech RVs. But before we do so, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Rad Power Bikes. With over 630,000 riders, 15 years of innovation, and a full range of e-bikes and accessories for every style of rider, Rad Power Bikes is the e-bike industry's undisputed leader. Rad Power Bikes is changing the way the world thinks about transportation, one e bike at a time. Rad Power Bikes has options for all terrain use, city and commuter use, cargo and family use, and they also have an electric folding bike called the Rad Expand 5 that is perfect for RV life and for van life. This fat tire utility bike offers a powerful ride, but it's a real space saver and can be stored in your truck or SUV or right inside your RV. Leave your tow vehicle or motorhome at the campground and head out on your next great adventure on an e-bike from Rad Power Bikes. No matter which Rad Power Bikes model you choose, you will be riding with a rad grin and spending more time having fun and less time looking for parking than you ever have. Head on over to RadPowerBikes.com to find the perfect e-bike for your ride style and join the Rad Revolution today. Hello, Keith Fishburn, and welcome to the RV Atlas for the very first time. How are you doing? Doing great, Jeremy. I really appreciate you having me on. I'm very excited to talk about Intac. I've admired Intact from a distance for, for quite a while selfishly, I want to learn more. And I think that our, our listeners want to learn more too. Um, so t- before we kind of dive in, what do you do at Intac? What is your role there? How long have you been at Intac?
1: So I started Intac back in 2017. So I've been here for about six years now. Um, my role is I oversee our sales and then also a lot of our product development on the RV side of our company.
0: Yeah, so tell us more about the company. I mean, you're a, an independent company, right? Not part of the, you know, the so-called big 3. Uh, t- just tell us about the the company in general, the history of the company. I think you guys fly a little bit under the radar for a lot of people. So so tell us who you are as a company.
1: Yeah, we definitely do. You know, we're an independent startup. We started back in 2010. And our our roots actually came from starting in fiber optic splicing trailers, so for fiber lines and everything being installed. And then also quickly we transitioned over into motorsports. And we've done that for the most part all the way up until 2016. And that was our heritage. And then at that point, we kind of broke over into the RV industry. So to a lot of the R V um campers, we are we're a little bit newer to the scene. But we have been around doing um, our construction, our design, our builds for a number of years now.
0: Now, I want to say to the RV Atlas audience, um, I, you know, I've been working in the industry for for 10 years and kind of get an inside look at things that a lot of consumers don't get to, you know, to to look at. What I hear from people inside the industry is that you guys make a really high quality trailer. And I've just I've been hearing that now for about five years. Going back to when I tested trailers for Trailer Life magazine, and then I've, now I've heard it from owners, too, that I, I repeated, like, the first thing that people say that own an in or people that work in the industry, write in the industry, um, they mention the quality. So t- tell us like, what you guys are doing differently, or why do you think you're getting that reputation for, for building a quality product at a time when that's a big question mark for a lot of consumers that are you know, entering the marketplace and for, for veteran RV owners that are looking to upgrade or change things?
1: Yeah. So if you go back to the way we've started, we've carried this throughout, um, we are a much slower pace manufacturer compared to a lot of the industry. Um, Our focus is heavily on quality, so we're not so much worried about large volume of product in the industry as much as we are building a reputation around the quality of product that we're putting out there. So one way we do that is our our, um, structure is all aluminum, and it's actually so many things we do are controlled in-house. So we build our own aluminum chassis, and then on top of that, we place an aluminum cage frame that's all welded together which really just, you know, the, the base, the structure of our product gives us such a strength right from the start compared to the way a lot of RVs are actually built. So that's one piece that's huge. Other things that we do, um, we actually pay our employees. Our culture is a lot different in tech than most manufacturing facilities are. So a typical facility, um, an employee on the production line is going to be paid on piece rate. And what that means is you know, they've got one specific job to do on the product. And once they do that five, 10, 20 times a day, whatever's determined necessary, they get to go home. So the ultimate motivation for that employee is to do the job quickly and go home. We pay differently, it's all profit sharing. So this entire company, we're kind of one group, all working towards the same goal. So our production employees aren't motivated to get their job done quickly and leave early, they're motivated by the fact that we are trying to build a reputation in the industry. And we all understand that our sales and our growth and success is going to come from the quality of product we put out there. And then the word of mouth that comes from that and the repeat customers that come from that. And that strategy has really played through well over the past 13 years of our business. And we continue to lean in on that. A couple
0: of follow-ups there. That's really interesting. I mean, you know, the, the, way you pay your employees differently is very, very interesting. So how did all that like work for you guys in the, like through the pandemic when, you know, sales were sort of exploding for, for RVs, but you know, your culture was, was different. I mean, did you guys maintain a, a slower, steadier pace than other people or, or was it a time of growth for you? Was it somewhere in the middle? You know, those, those things that you're talking about, building a, a chassis in-house, paying your employees differently. That was all set up before the pandemic, I think. So how did the pandemic a, a affect in tech?
1: Yeah, you know, having those roots when we went into the pandemic was great for us because, you know, it's very tempting to go out there when your demand is just massive like that to try and produce all you can. And of course, if we bring in a bunch of brand new employees and ramp up production substantially in a short amount of time, we're not gonna be able to maintain that level of quality. So, you know, because we've done this throughout the years this way, we just held true to that. And while we did grow, we've grown every year since, since we started in 2010, we kept our growth consistent and level during that time period, which unfortunately did leave customers waiting a long time for product. But, you know, ultimately we wanted to make sure that if we put it out there in 2020 or 2021, it was just as good as what we built in 2019.
0: You just put your finger on something that I've been thinking about a lot through the pandemic years in the RV industry. And when people talk about quality issues, you know, the growth was so explosive. And then you had companies going out and and needing more people to build the RVs, but they weren't the most experienced people. So we don't need to belabor that. But that, I mean, that to me puts the finger on the quality issue for a lot of people. Um, so that's all, that's all really, really great stuff to, to hear about, about Intac. I I love it. Um, let's, let's dive into the product lineup. I mean, and I'm a, I'm a fan and I, and what's cool is you guys got a bunch of different offerings. And to me, like for the most part, they're, they're really different, you know, where a lot of companies, you look at the whole product lineup and it's, it's sort of this natural progression from one thing to the other for you guys. It's like, it's almost like you've probably got a couple different, um, customer bases within. Your customer, your, your general customer base. So, you ready to, to dive in and talk about the Flyer lineup? Yeah, let's do it. Flyer's really different and unique and cool. I'm saying that as a former toy hauler owner. Um, to give us an overview uh, and, and tell us about the Flyer lineup. Yeah, so
1: Flyer is actually where we originated. So, back in 2016, when we started building product. It's the most similar to the way we build a motorsports trailer, for example, with the aluminum skin and all that on it. So it's, it's a great product. You've got, you know, sizes um, that are going to be ranging from 12 foot to 22 foot. You got weight ranges from 1,000 pounds on up to 4,000 pounds. And it's really based upon a concept of simplicity. So, you know, you go into our flyers, you're not going to see uh, TVs and all the other finishes inside that product. As much as we try to make it something that's kind of that blank canvas for the customer to take and modify and make his own um and then from there, you know all of our product sits on the same structure, so when you talk about the quality and the build style, it crosses all lines, but each one kind of has its specific uh you know a specific goal of what it's going to accomplish for the end user and the flyer is very much that rugged durable type product that is small, lightweight, allows you to tow behind lighter vehicles and really get out there to wherever you wanna go. I live in Indiana, not a lot of exciting places to see outside of the campgrounds, but you get to so many spots in the US where you can really get off the beaten path and explore, and the Flyer ends up being a phenomenal product for that.
0: And forgive me, I I think that I know this, but they all have a, a rear cargo door, right? Is that true through the whole line for Flyer, that they are, to some degree, toy haulers?
1: They are, yes. Even the smaller ones, um, like our Chase and Pursue models, do have the double rear doors in the back, and then you get into the larger models like uh, the Explorer, Discover, and the new Forge, and they're going to have ramp doors for larger equipment. And it makes it kind of neat, too, is they double for some people just as a cargo trailer. So you've got this little Flyer Pursue sitting in your, at your house, and you've got to make a trip to Lowe's. Well, a four-by-eight sheet of plywood fits in that thing. So it's, again, just an extremely versatile product.
0: Yeah, like I, I mean when I look at it I think, "Oh my god, I want to take my boys on a surf trip and load one of these up with surfboards and, you know, head out on a boys trip." But also, too, it doesn't have to be used for that traditional campground experience. It could be like f- for for day trips. Uh it could you could run a business out of it. I mean, I, you know, you could be going to a farmers market and running your business out of it and and have a little kitchenette in there. Now, what's offered in terms of features sort of changes as each unit gets bigger to some degree. So at the most stripped down, at the the smaller ones that don't even have bathrooms, right? But then, like I, I believe the new Forge, which is the largest one, is more fully featured, right?
1: Correct. And so in that thought of simplicity, a lot of them don't have those features. You know, you can we've changed some stuff up over the past couple of years. Big request for LP heat, so that way, if you are kind of off grid camping, you can run that off LP. Um, having water available, so we added water options to pretty much all the units except the little Chase. And then this year, just coming out with the Flyer Forge, we had so many people that love the compact, small size of the Explorer and Discover toy hauler. But then the next request has been give us a bathroom on board and some waste tanks on board. So this new Forge model accomplishes that now.
0: And, we're, you know, we're saying that. You can kind of make of it what you will, and that to some degree, there's a simplicity there. But they are—they do—they are stylish. I want our listeners, and, and you can go to Intex website and go online and look at pictures. There's definitely stylish touches. They are not Spartan in the sense of um, the design and, and look. I think they're—they're they're very cool looking, uh, both outside and inside, and, and look different than, than most RVs, frankly. So can you talk a little bit like about the kind of the styling or like the vibe of them. Yes. We put
1: a lot of effort into the details of our product. So, when somebody looks at an Intec, if you really look close, even down to just the caulk lines, I mean, the perfection of finish is so high, high, or well done and high end. But then, when you start looking inside a flyer product or even on the exterior, the little finishes and details that we do, while I do say they're simplistic, we put a ton of effort into making sure that they are, it's a nice, cohesive look. There's a lot, you know, a lot of consistency to the product across the board, and, you know, even offering different wheel selections, exterior color selections, so a customer then can go and modify this thing to look and match their vehicle. We have so many people that end up, you know, this really matches a Jeep well or a Toyota Tacoma well. We've got a lot of customers in that range that, you know, love that rugged, um, sometimes even military kind of look that we're able to provide flyer.
0: I feel like, too, there's a little bit of like a retro vibe as well, like this kind of like 1960s vibe as well in the interior. I, I, I love it. Um, anything else you want to tell us about about Flyer or about anything specific about Flyer before we move on to um, Luna, which is so different?
1: One great thing about Flyer that I didn't touch on is how expandable the living space is. So we talked about the small, compact size of them, um, but what's really neat to see and see how customers use them adding rooftop tents, awning enclosures, rear tents to the back end. It's funny, our Flyer Pursue, being one of our smallest models, you can actually sleep the most people in that little guy because you can put an add of room tent off the back, you got room for two or three kids there or stand-up space for changing. You can put an add of room tent or a uh, rooftop tent on it, add another couple of kids up there. So you, know, you can turn this little tiny camper into something where you could ta- easily take six, seven people camping with you, which is pretty impressive for what a small package it comes in.
0: I just got a truly rooftop tip for my truck. Now, I just want everyone to picture this. So almost like a hybrid travel trailer, you can get the tip out beds on no sides or one side or both sides, is that correct?
1: That's correct, so when you get into the taller ones like the Explore, Discover, and Forge, uh, they'll all come standard with a single tip out on the what we'd call the road side of the unit but then you can also add one on the curb side of it as well and right there you're giving two nice large sleeping sleeping spaces for people up off the floor of the camper
0: and it's kind of brilliant too in the toy hauler concept like you're kind of it's like the, kind of this mutant combination of a hybrid travel trailer and a toy hauler because you remove the bed out of the whole middle of the thing so you can still have this really big cargo area and then have lots of sleeping and i love the idea of adding a rooftop tent so um yeah this is this sounds like a lot of fun so the customer here is the outdoor adventurer the the person that just wants a base camp and then is like outside all day with whatever whatever their particular hobby is is that how you would define the the customer here or is it a really diverse mix of
1: buyers it's diverse but you're absolutely correct you know we definitely see that adventure style camper individual gravitate this direction fishing hunting Uh, cycling, motorcycles, dirt bikes, all those make up a large percentage of the buyer that comes for the flyer product.
0: If you love bringing gear on your camping trip, you want to take a look at these. They're super, super cool. All right. So let's move to Luna, which is like, you know, almost looks like a different company is making this. And I imagine like the customer's like very different um, for for the next couple, for the Luna and the Soul. So tell us about um, the Luna. Give us an overview
1: yeah so luna we came out with that back in 2017 it's a totally different looking product like you know like you mentioned it actually kind of fell in line with a family of product we developed so when you look at the luna the soul and the terra um, they all have the exact same look that tilt forward design on the front end the big windshield and what's really neat when you break this styling down into a a little teardrop camper you know you're only 15 and a half feet long on this and weighing around 17 to 1800 pounds. But on the inside of this camper, you do not feel confined at all. That large windshield up front, you feel very open. Um, so, you know, even if you are going more off the beaten path with the Luna, which it's more than capable of doing, you really can take advantage of the great views you have from the inside of that unit. But we're gonna finish it off a little more. So, we're on a flyer product, we're gonna leave that a little more to you to be able to do what you want with it. This product's going to come off with a little more of your finishes. You're going to have a TV in it. You can option a fireplace. That's actually one of the heat sources that uh, comes on the inside there. Um, and then as you move to the backside, the kitchen, you've got this large hatch door that op- opens up and just an absolutely huge kitchen inside a small trailer with a sink, cooktop, a refrigerator, and a ton of storage. So Luna is really nice for people when they still want to keep the product small. You know, they don't want to go up to the larger travel trailer sizes, but now they can they can pack a lot into a very small package. And one thing we just recently had here over the past couple of years, there's actually a toilet on board Luna. So up towards the front of the unit, there is a cassette toilet. It's all very nicely finished and, plumbed, and uh, plumbed in to where it's pulling water from the fresh tank. And then it flushes, electric flushes into a cassette. You can empty that cassette from the exterior of the camper. So while you may say, wow, I really don't want to be going to the bathroom in a small, tiny little camper, when push comes to shove and you need a location to go, this one has you covered, which is another neat feature inside this.
0: I watched the video on this uh, just this morning and the fireplace looked so cozy. We, we had like a Furion fireplace on one of our Jayco's in years past, and it was really one, surprisingly one of our, our favorite features. So that looked super, super cozy. And I am obsessed with outdoor kitchens because I cook a lot. The, the outdoor, you were almost being humble on this. The outdoor kitchen on this looks like one of the best I've seen in terms of the thoughtfulness of the design. Like it looked like there was like spice racks. I mean, it looked, it looked like there's somebody that loves to cook would love this outdoor kitchen. It's not a Spartan utilitarian outdoor kitchen. This is like actually something that a foodie would would like, right?
1: Correct. And that was a lot of the goal behind it. You know, as we were talking earlier about our design process, we spend a ton of time sweating the details of how is this going to be used? You know, what what things are you going to bring with you when you are out camping and cooking? You know, how is this thing going to function for you? So we do put a lot of thought into that to try and make sure it's going to work well and function for people when they're out using it. And then in the flip end, we go out and we use them ourselves. So during our prototype stage, we'll spend a lot of time camping in the things that we are building to help refine it down to make sure that we've got all of those little details covered.
0: Do you find that your customer base is uh, particular knowledgeable, really knows what they're looking for? Is, is that part of the dynamic here is that you're, you're putting out something pretty fine tuned for a customer that really knows what they want. Are you getting a lot of people who this is their second RV, their third RV, their fourth RV, and maybe have had some growing pains with other things and like, uh, and they they find this and it's like, this hits the mark for us. Are you, are you getting a lot of experienced RV owners purchasing these? We do. And, you know,
1: you talk about the uh, education of the uh, customer coming and buying an in-tech product. You know, the feedback is I'm out at shows interacting with customers or as uh, our dealers give the feedback, they say an in-tech customer usually comes in about as informed as a as they've ever seen. Because it is, it's somebody oftentimes that has owned a product before, who's maybe um, Experienced some of the pain points of other other uh, manufactured products in the industry, and they've done their research on Intech and what it provides. So we see a lot of a lot of research done on the front end before they come in to buy an Intech. And we know we're not the cheapest thing out there, right? It's um, you know there's you can definitely find something for less money, uh, but overall value. Once you start to understand what you're getting and what the quality of the product is, that's our goal is to provide the absolute best value to the end user
0: yeah I mean you're definitely price wise in a different category than a, a lot of you know, like the stick and tin stuff from from the big three, but at the same time and, and we're talking about a pretty wide range of prices here in your in your product lineup because there's all different sizes and different lines at the same time i i don't you're not the most expensive either in terms of a you know maybe a slightly more niche product you know like i you know I don't know if you would cat- categorize it this way, but like when I look at some of your products, I think that you're probably leaning towards getting the Airstream like customer more than you're getting like the customer of, of entry level, you know, travel trailers in the marketplace and, and your, your price is an Airstream pricing either. But I think, I think of your customer as being kind of sophisticated that way, frankly.
1: Yes. Yeah. We see a lot of that. And again, and that's where it goes back. You know, you say, okay, there's an Airstream price and an index price isn't what that is. And that's where we're really trying to achieve that value. We know we're building. The best quality product somebody can buy, but we're also trying to do it at a level to where you're also getting it for a good price for what you are, what you are purchasing.
0: And when you talk about building an in-house chassis, for my listeners out there, guys, this is going to cost more, okay, and it should. And you want to really look into something like this because you're you're getting a better skeleton to the product, a better overall build. Uh, so the pricing makes sense to me. I, th- I think. Let's go on to um, Soul. All right. So this is another really stylish lineup, a bunch of different floor plans. Give us an overview of, of the Soul product lineup.
1: Yeah. So Soul came out in 2018 and it was that next evolution, that next size up from the Luna. Um, Souls are going to be a seven foot wide. They're going to be a taller stand up travel trailer. You're going to have bathrooms on board, all the Souls. Uh, In the Sol product, we'll do what's called the wet bath. So you'll have the toilet and the shower all in one location. But, you know, one thing that as we were looking and developing Sol, we realized a lot of wet baths are not very desirable and not very easy to use. So we really made one of size, headroom, everything that uh, pretty much anybody can get into and comfortably use and not feel like it's a hindrance to their camping experience. Um, and then, the again, with that front end that we use, our tilt-forward design, our panoramic windshield, all of our products, when you get in them, especially in the Soul Terra, Luna line, feel so open. We just maximize windows everywhere we can. We're very meticulous about, you know, the placement of cabinetry, trying to, one, provide enough storage, but two, keep a very open feel into a product that's still not all that large. You know, our smallest Soul is the Dawn, which is only 16 feet. So it's only six inches larger than what the Luna is. Um, and then you go on up to our Dusk, which is our newest model, and it's just over 20 feet. So still a very small, easy to tow product. You're gonna range from 2,600 on up to about 3,800 pounds of dry weight. So a lot of your mid midsize SUVs can still handle a sole product, but now you're getting a lot more features and comforts um, as far as if you're staying out extended like, periods of time and you want a larger interior kitchen, the bathroom, the dedicated bed space, all those things start to come with the souls.
0: And if primarily, would you say there are couples coaches? Is there room for a couple kids in some of the larger ones? Who's the customer here? Most
1: of our customers are going to be couples. Um, you know, we definitely we take off our dinettes, we allow them to change into beds, so you can sleep four inside most of the units, but uh as a whole you're going to see couples using it you're going to want something probably a little bit larger if you're camping with a family every every time you go out
0: okay anything else on soul before we take a quick commercial break and move into the rest of the lineup anything else you want to share we can go ahead and we'll touch on the rest then okay great Uh, we will be back in a second with uh keith from Intech. i'm enjoying this uh, this walkthrough of Intex product lineup, and I'm smiling the whole way because I'm a fan and I just kind of admired. Every... Keith, every time I go to an RV show, I go to the Intech display. I want you to know that. Um, we'll be back in a second. We're going to talk about the rest of the product lineup. But before we do so, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Omnia Sweden. The Omnia is a portable stovetop oven that is lightweight, affordable, easy to use, and perfect for your next camping trip. Just pop it on your RV stove, your camp stove, or another heat source, and you will have an instant oven that can make all kinds of delicious food at the campground. If you can do it in a regular oven, heat, bake, or cook, you can do it in an Omnia. The Omnia requires no installation and works with a variety of heat sources to provide a convenient, versatile way to prepare your favorite foods like breads, pizzas, calzones, quiches, muffins, cinnamon rolls, brownies, cakes, and so much more. The Omnia stovetop oven is also the perfect gift for the campers on your list this holiday season. To learn more about the Omnia and to find great cooking tips and recipes, make sure you visit OmniaSweden.com. And to purchase your own Omnia stovetop oven and great accessories, head on over to BuyOmniaUS.com or Amazon.com. Give the gift of delicious food in the great outdoors this holiday season with Omnia. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here with Keith Fishburne from Intech. We're walking through their product lineup. Just trying to give you an introduction to the company, let you know what they offer. And my goal here is just, you know, that you get a little bit interested and go to the website and dig in a little bit more and look at some pictures. I just think they're a great option right now out there in the marketplace. And I'm personally a fan. So let's talk about uh, Terra. Give us just an overview of this product lineup. Um, very unique, very beautiful. Uh, give, us, give us an overview.
1: Yeah. Terra is an absolutely gorgeous product. When you take the style and look of, of our tilt forward design and stretch it out and place it in these larger units. This is gonna be an eight foot wide product. So now we've got a little more internal width and we're gonna stretch out the lengths a little bit. We've got a 22 and a 26 foot uh, version of the Terra. And what's so great about these, once again, right in the very front of the camper, you're gonna be taking advantage of a huge windshield, massive dinette up there that's very comfortable and inviting to sit in. But what we're able to do with the additional space is we're allowed now we can make bed arrangements that allow you not to have to crawl over the top of one another to get in and out. So on the smaller magnolia it's an east west bed but you still have a full walk around on the on the foot of the bed and along the side. And then when you jump up into our larger willow model which is the 26 footer, it's going to have a dry bath scenario in it. So now you have a separate shower on one side of the hallway and then you come to the other side and you're going to have your toilet and and sink room there. And then in the back, your bedroom's gonna be able to completely close off. You'll have a north-south queen bed that you can fully walk around. And if you jump in these units and once again compare them to other ones that you might see out there in the industry, the space is just so well thought out. Um, you know, so many bedrooms you go into, and yeah, you have a bedroom that closes off, but there's no room to change inside it, especially in a, a size camper like this that doesn't have slide-outs. You know, we give adequate bedroom space really focus on where we're providing storage and how you're going to use the camper when you're out there. So a lot of great features and just a lot of great space inside them. They are going to go up and weight a little bit more now because we are a bigger camper. So you're going to range somewhere from 5,000 pounds to 5,800 pounds. So more of a half ton truck or full size SUV camper, um, but still they tow so nicely. Everything we do, we use a torsion axle. So even like on these bigger campers, you're not going to have a spring axle, so the torsion is going to kind of give you that independent suspension when it's pulling behind you. And going back to us, you know, manufacturing and building everything in-house and having such a robust engineering team, a lot goes into the balance and the tow and how the how trailer is going to pull behind your vehicle. So for a unit of their size, they tow very well.
0: I'm picturing somebody pulling into the campground with one of these in there. They are striking. And they're more akin to me t- to RVs from the 50s and 60s in terms of having actual style and having a real look. And uh, it's, it's, was there inspiration from classic RVs in the design of something like this?
1: Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head when you said, looking back to the 50s and 60s, there were just some beautiful designs from companies like Holiday House and others who just, you know, they featured large windshields in the front like we do. They featured um, units that were not just boxes. They had a lot of shape and style to them. And, you know, on the exterior, you see that style, but that flows over into the interior of the product, too, just providing so much shape and design inside it versus just having that square box. And you mentioned you see somebody pulling the campground. Our customers tell us all the times. If you don't want to be noticed, don't buy one of these techs because when you stop at a gas station or a campground, people will be coming up to you to say, what is that? Because it stands out from the crowd.
0: And the build quality, you know, gives you the opportunity to maybe have a generational product here. You know, like some people do give their airstreams to their kids or, you know, they're passed on for decades to come. And I I certainly think that's possible with the, the stuff you're building and the build quality. Um, how about any other interior features, luxuries? You know, you know what, what what can we get inside to make this as comfortable as possible? What are some of the options?
1: Yes, absolutely. We a lot of things that we do again, focusing on the
0: comfort of the unit
1: when you're using it. So even down to the foams we use inside the dinette, you know, they're going to be a high density. Everything's going to be lumbar supported, not just squared off. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about storage. heavy focus on that? But the neat thing with our interiors. Once again, that's something we build here in-house. We build all of our own cabinetry. So we're able to tweak and refine all of this product to really, one, fit together very well. So if you look closely at the fit and finish, it's going to be incredibly high end. But also to make the minor changes, they're going to make it convenient to use. Um, you know. And then once you get to the Terra, you're just going to have larger amenities like a larger refrigerator, you know, bigger ACs that are ducted so it's nice and quiet on the inside when the air conditioner is running. There's just a lot more that we can do with that size of product um, as we get up to those eight foot wide longer units,
0: and definitely really nice kitchens with counter space for somebody that's either you know traveling for long periods of time or somebody that's you know wants to be actually cooking inside their RV. Um, I think you guys have really lovely kitchens. As somebody who who cooks a lot when they when they camp, um, anything else on on Terra before we move on to OVR?
1: Yeah, quick to touch on the cooking you mentioned, Um, you'll notice too, even on our smaller products through our Terras and OVRs, outside kitchens are huge for us. Uh, Pretty much everything we build, including the Terra, you're going to have an option for an exterior kitchen because just like you were mentioning back on the Luna, being outside is why we're out there to camp and having the ability to do that both on the outside and the interior is a great feature.
0: Love it. Now OVR is like really different than than Tara. Okay, so now we're moving in, and it's almost like has more. It's more like in, in a family with Flyer or something, you know, like in terms of the the customer base, that rugged outdoor adventure. Uh, and and OVR is a, a bit newer, I think. So give us an overview of OVR. How is it different? Who's the customer? What are what are some of the options for this? And, and I I really like these two. These made quite a, a splash at the the last few big RV shows.
1: Yeah, the OVR is a great product. Just such a neat look and design to it. Again, it's gonna be a little larger. It's gonna be your eight foot wide, a little bit longer units ranging from 22, even up to 29 feet in our larger toy hauler. Um, You know, it's still gonna fall in that weight range of the 5,000 pounds for the most part, low fives and the small, upper fives and the larger ones. But what's neat about the OVR, I mean, exterior appearance is obviously quite a bit different than the rest of our products, or the Luna and Sol and Terra products. And you're right, it does fall more in line with the flyer. It's going to have the aluminum exterior skin versus the fiberglass, and a very rugged, durable um, exterior appearance to it. But we can also do a little more with that product when it comes to uh, off-grid camp uh, camping capabilities. So with the OVRs, we have the ability to option generators in them. Um, you know, when you do the Terra design, you have so much shape to it and it's very beautiful but it does limit some of our areas where we could add additional storage or do do items with solar generators. So on the OVR product, we can lean into that a little bit more. We offer an off-grid uh, lithium package that has sol- 400 watts of solar and and um, 200 amp hours of batteries, which you can get on our terras as well, but you can also pair that with a generator on the OVR. And if you do those two things, uh, you can run your entire camper off your batteries and your inverter, and then you can simply use a generator just to reduce the batteries when the panels aren't able to keep up. So really a neat option for people that, again, are looking for more of an off-grid style of camping. And you know we talked on storage. When we did square off that roof a touch more on the OVR, it allowed us to do more with the storage capacities inside it. So you'll see some neat features like uh, drop-down bunk beds. Uh, they actually fold up into the ceiling or level pretty close to level with the ceiling. So when people initially walk in, they don't realize there's a bunk bed in the unit. It's not eating up any of their space, but the flip of a couple levers, this drops down and now you've got an additional sleeping space for kids. So with our rear dinettes and those drop down bunks, it becomes a little more family friendly as well to get a larger group inside.
0: So Boone, this is a boondocking beast. And I love the option for the generator, because obviously there's a huge interest in, in camping off grid and even just harvest hosts, places where you're camping without hookups. And I feel like a lot of RVers are spending a lot on lithium and spending a lot on solar panels. And then like feeling frustrated that it doesn't last as long as they think that it's going to last because, you know, like they're running their fridge and whatever they're running. And they, they think, Oh, I'm going to go out for two weeks and boondock. And then it's like, well, more like three days. The, the, something like that generator though, boom, you turn that on, you charge everything back up. and really like your tank sizes become the limitation more than the, 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 that, that equipment there, basically. Um, so love this. And there's a twin bed option as well, like are like two single beds up front. Do I remember seeing that at the RV show?
1: That's correct. So we've done a lot now. You see it in our Terra Willow, the line we were just talking about, but also on the OVRs, both the Expedition and the Navigate models come in either a twin bed or queen bed configuration. And I tell you, the twin beds really allow you to do a lot Now you've pressed the beds to the outside of the the, uh, camper. You have a lot of open floor space for moving around. Uh, Again, we can increase the amount of storage, what we're able to do with wardrobes. Exterior storage increases. And the beds themselves are 80 by 38-inch twin beds. So they are massive and gives you a ton of sleeping space.
0: All right. I feel like you guys have two distinct groups of customers, like these rugged, outdoorsy gearheads who want to get outside and get off-grid. And then I'm also picturing like these sophisticated RV owners that want something really stylish, that want a nice kitchen, that are maybe traveling full-time or for longer periods of time. Uh, but does everybody get along in the, in the owner base there? Does everybody uh, you know, you know, hang out together? Or is it, is it really two different groups you're appealing to with these offerings? It is
1: kind of funny. You definitely have your diehards of each group, right? We have these Facebook owner groups people created, and it'll be you know, just the soul people or the flyer people. But then we'll have these gatherings And the gatherings are massive and they happen organically. People, you know, someone that's an owner will just put together a group and they'll go out and camp and we'll end up with, you know, 50 to 100 campsites filled of just in-tech owners. And that's really neat to see. So there's definitely some camaraderie amongst the owning the same model. But I think a lot of people are very excited about in-tech as a whole. And we've seen that even within our own customer, you know, a customer who's come and he's purchased maybe a flyer at one point in time, and then jumped into a sole and moved over to an OVR. You know, we see them bouncing around within our product lines. Because once again, for us, it's every unit, while the exterior shape and some of the features are gonna change, every unit's built on that same quality structure um, that we talked about, the aluminum chassis, aluminum cage construction. So when they buy an Intech, no matter what it looks like, they're getting that same quality.
0: Yeah, and as RVers, you know, like I'm entering our thirteenth year of RV ownership, and uh, you know, my boys or my oldest kids are fourteen now. Like, there's different chapters in our lives as as RVers, and a lot of people own a lot of different types of RVs at different kind of periods in their lives, based on whether the kids are there, the kids aren't there, by just traveling with my spouse. And it seems like the product lineup is becoming, you know, somewhat comprehensive here. You guys aren't doing huge RVs, okay? Um, but it seems like there kind of is something for everybody at different stages in their lives, whether you're, you know, just traveling with a spouse or now you have offerings where you bring the kids along. So it's it's been fun to see you guys see you guys grow. Literally, some of the RVs getting getting bigger here. So if someone's interested, where can they go in terms of the website? Where can they go on social media? How can they find an in-tech dealer?
1: Yeah, so. If you wanna learn more about us, best spot to start is gonna be at our website, intech.com. And from there, you can explore all the different models, get a lot of information, watch videos. Um, and then also we have a dealer locator. So we have about 90 locations throughout US and Canada that carry the Intech product line. And we have a lot of great dealers, very educated, and informed on our products. So you can punch in your zip code, find your closest dealer, give them a call, see what they have available to be seen at their dealership at that point in time. And uh, they'll be able to give you a lot of information and and a
0: firsthand look at Intech. You mentioned social, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, please go ahead. Yeah, tell us where you are on social as well.
1: Yeah, so you mentioned social media. So we have Intech pages, you know, like on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and at Intech RV. Um, But also we got a lot of great communities out there that we have no control over, we don't monitor them, but um, there's all these different owners groups. So if you're real interested in a soul. For an example, you can jump on Facebook, look at the in-tech sole owners group, and you're going to get, you know, firsthand information from customers out there that are using them. that can tell you what their experiences have been. And that goes for all of our product lines. And those communities are, are a real nice resource for people to get information and learn and see what different modifications and how people are using their in
0: Now, a lot of our listeners are gearing up for the Florida RV Super Show. Will you guys be in Tampa?
1: Yes, we will be. We can never be in a newer manufacturer. We never get quite the amount of space we'd hope to get, but we did get a decent sized booth this year, so we'll pretty much have most all product on hand for everybody to see. Um, Our booth number, I believe, is two ninety. We're kind of over on the northeast side. After you kind of pass some lot of food vendors over there by the lake areas there, so we'd love for you got a good
0: location. Yes,
1: we do have a good location.
0: Tampa's tough. I'm going to tell you right now. I have had people email me saying, Jeremy, can you help me get into Tampa? I'm not kidding. I've had newer manufacturers. I'm like, I can't get into Tampa. Like, We, we sold our books at a table at Hershey. I was able to get a table at Hershey. Tampa's tough. So um, so if you're going to the Florida RV Super Show and you want to um, you know, see some Intech product in person, they will definitely be there. Now, Keith, I'm going to put you on the spot. Two last questions. What's your favorite thing about uh, your job at Intech and what you do?
1: Oh, that's that's a pretty easy one. I tell you the um just, you know, I talked a little bit about the company culture and the pay structure. It's just such a neat place to work as far as just the team atmosphere that this place has, the dedication to doing the right thing, building the product the right way, and then just the drive towards innovation. I mean, we are constantly. There's things that we've dreamed up that haven't, you know, they're probably years from coming out yet, um that we're still pushing and leaning forward on. So we're, we're young, we're hungry, and we're having a lot of fun doing it.
0: You look, and I watched the Forge video recently because that's like one of your you know, newest debuts. And you look like a kid in a candy shop who was like smiling and happy and excited to show off this, this rig. So I, I totally get that vibe. All right, last question. Let's say you were granted a week's vacation and you could take any in tech RV to go away for the week. Which one would you take? Now
1: and why? That, now, that's a tougher question. <laughs> I guess that's going to depend on what I want to do that week. But probably my favorite, because I have a family of five. So my wife and I, we have twins and uh, and then a son that's a little bit older. So what we have camped in and just really enjoyed as a family is that Expedition, OVR Expedition. I mean, I just love the look and style of that product. That The uh, the big windshield over the bed so neat. And it's just very comfortable for our whole family to be in nice and easy and light to tow so that would probably be it unless you're unless it's just me and my son then i'm going to be tempted for the uh, flyer explorer and we can just go out mountain biking so i guess it depends what i'm yeah.
0: doing yeah yeah i would take a flyer throw some surfboards in the back take the boys on the surf trip so keith it was great meeting you it was great learning more about in and I really do. I just want our audience to know you guys are out there. And if anybody's RV shopping, um, you, you just you just want to give Intech a look. I think they're making a great product. I think the price is reasonable. And there's a lot of different offerings to check out. And I just, I like the style. And frankly, I like that it's different. That all of these things, you know, very unique look. Uh, don't look any, like anything else on the marketplace. Uh, love what you're doing. I'm a fan. Thank you so much for coming on the RV Atlas. Thank you, Keith.
1: Hey, thank you, Jeremy. Appreciate you having
0: me on. It's been fun. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the RV Atlas.
1: To find out more about the topics discussed on this show, head on over to TheRVAtlas.com.
0: And to join the friendliest group of RVers, head on over to The RV Atlas group on Facebook and make sure to join us on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram at TheRVAtlas.
1: If you enjoy our show, please consider leaving us a review over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.
0: And we will see you at the campground.
1: See you at the campground.